Hi, my name is Vera, and I'll be sharing some thoughts on suffering, on the experience of suffering. Johan gave us some real food for thought on Sunday when he talked about why God allows suffering in the world. But whatever apologetic reasons for suffering we can come up with, it is hard to go through or to see our friends go through suffering. Sometimes we can feel alone, like no one really understands what we are going through, because internally we're the only one who really knows what we're feeling. And this can lead to a feeling of loneliness as we isolate ourselves from others and don't want to really be the, the drag and share our suffering with everybody else and always be the negative one. And we can also feel isolated from God in the midst of our suffering and confusion about who God is and whether he really cares. Sometimes we just feel empty and that we have no words. At times like this, we can rely on other people's words to God in prayer to support us. One way is to pray with others. It can be helpful to spend time with our friends praying for us where we can rely on their words to bring us before God when we feel we have no more words of our own. As friends of those who are suffering, we can also practice the, the discipline of praying together as the body of Christ and bringing our hurting part of the body to God our loving Father in prayer. One place we can also turn to is the book of Psalms when we have no more words of our own. Many of the Psalms are about people who are suffering and the experience of suffering. And as we look through them, we'll find many words that can connect us to God in our times of distress. Today I'd like to read Psalm 88. Lord, you are the God who saves me. Day and night I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. I am overwhelmed with troubles and my life draws near to death. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like one without strength. I am set apart with the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all your waves. You have taken from me my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave, your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the place of darkness, or your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? But I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning my prayer comes before you. Why, Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? From my youth I have suffered and been close to death. I have borne your terrors and am in despair. Your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. 
You have taken from me friend and neighbor. Darkness is my closest friend. This psalm, as you may have noticed, doesn't end on a good note. This is the only psalm that does not end with hope. And God put it there on purpose. Even these depths of hopelessness can be brought to him. We can be real and vulnerable with him and cry out to him with complete honesty about the way we are feeling. At the same time, although we may feel alone and like the Lord has hidden his face from us, we do know that Jesus understands suffering and has had his own intimate experience of earthly suffering in so many ways, both physically and psychologically. If we have a look at his life, we know that he fled with his refugee family into Egypt as a baby to escape from Herod's plan to kill him with all the male toddlers under two. Growing up, he would have fallen and bruised himself. He would have been sick and recovered, as we all have. There was a time early in his ministry where he was um, tempted in the desert and he really experienced hunger and thirst during that time, as well as experiencing temptation and not giving in. We cannot imagine what suffering is involved in being tempted but not giving in and the temptation growing stronger and stronger because we've all given in to temptation when it's been quite small in comparison to what he must have gone through. We also read of his experience with his family. They thought he was going mad when he wasn't looking after himself and taking a break to eat. We know he was rejected and almost stoned by a group who claimed to follow him and support him and then turned against him. His closest friends often did not understand him and sometimes they even encouraged him or tempted him to take a path, a different path, to the one that his father had called him to, an easier path, a path that didn't involve suffering or the cross. In his great need for praying companions in the Garden of Gethsemane, they fell asleep, and he was left on his own. He was betrayed to the murderous authorities by one of the twelve. He was deserted by the rest, one of his closest friends denied that he even knew him. And we know that he experienced great physical pain and suffering in the hours that led up to his death on the cross. So we can have confidence that Jesus understands whatever suffering it is that we are experiencing, that we feel overwhelmed by. During his life here on earth, he experienced something that was similar. And he has assured us that we are not alone. He understands and he is with us even when we feel that we are alone and have been deserted by him. So let us pray together for those who are suffering in our community. Join me. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that we can bring all of our emotions, our confusions, our deepest suffering and our hopelessness to you. That even when we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, when we feel that we cannot have the hope that you promise, 
we know that we can be real with you and there's no pressure on us to just put a mask on and pretend. Lord, thank you that you walk with us in this valley of death, in this valley of suffering. And we thank you that we are not alone. Help us to hold on to that fact, even when our feelings tell us we are alone, even when the devil wants to make us feel alone and that we are not worthy of your love. Lord, we bring before you anybody that we know of in our community who is suffering at this stage. And Lord, we ask that you would help them to hold on to you and to hold on to the knowledge that they are not alone. And help us to see the opportunities that we can creatively love them as part of your body. Give us the words to pray and give us the words to comfort and give us the time and patience to listen. Amen.